When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You have reached the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Fonseca from GolfUnfiltered.com. Be sure to follow the entire GU team all of our social media at Golf Unfiltered. It's just going to be you and me this week. We've got a lot to cover in this episode. There's been a few things that have happened in the golf world since the last time we spoke. We took a little hiatus last week. Man, there's a lot that can happen in just a couple weeks. I just want to remind everyone before we get going that we are proud to again be sponsored by our friends over at Bridgestone Golf. They are the title sponsor of the Golf Unfiltered podcast. If you watch us on YouTube, you see that they uh, are predominantly displayed at the beginning of every episode. Uh, you can watch every interview and some of the other Team GU podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Once again, at Golf Unfiltered. Go and give us a follow over there if you haven't already. It's growing. You'll also notice that there are two new videos out there. One of which I met up with my buddy Chris Campbell from Mizuno Golf over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. It's my annual iron fitting I go and I get fit into the new Mizuno Pro 245s. A lot of questions are answered about those clubs as well as you get to view the entire fitting. Well, I truncate it down to about 20 minutes or so. Uh, Mizuno Golf just does an amazing job. They're also, of course, a sponsor of Golf Unfiltered. They've been for the last year and a half or so. They got this shaft optimizer little device that they go through and they put it on a golf club. They give it to you. They could figure out everything that you need, whether it be shaft, lie angle, loft, everything, head, you know, iron head, and only three swings. If you don't believe me, you can go and watch the video on our YouTube channel. And then the second video that we just published uh, not too long ago, I went and I visited PXG. Uh, They've got a new location, brick and mortar location nearby my hometown. Uh, It's actually located in Oak Brook, Illinois, for you Chicagoans out there that are listening to this. Very nice. I I didn't know what to expect when I walked in. It was actually a little overwhelming with the amount of well, first of all, the size of it. It's very big. It's a, it's a nice sized. I would say it's probably maybe not as large as like a uh, golf galaxy, but pretty darn close. And uh, the fitting that I went through, um, the whole thing was it's the driver challenge that PXG was was marketing. And the whole the the way that it works is that you go in and if their new Black Ops driver is able to beat your driver, then awesome. They, they actually put that out there. But if your driver is able to beat their new PXG Black Ops driver, you walk away with $100. So I went through that process. It's on our YouTube channel. Go take a look today. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Spoiler alert. The PXG Black Ops driver is a very good driver. All right, so other golf news. Let's just get right into it. Okay, the big, I guess you would say it's the most popular, 
or engaging golf news is all this stuff about Anthony Kim. You know, the super popular 12 years ago player that played on Ryder Cups, won some tournaments on the PGA Tour, very flashy persona. He had the big belt buckles, you know, really cool player to like back then. I was a big fan. I think a lot of people were. Well, he left professional golf due to many injuries, um, one in particular to his wrist. My understanding, and as we've learned over the years, is that he took out a insurance policy that basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, that if he ever returned to professional golf, he would lose out on a $10 million insurance policy. So he never played again, at least not on any tour or competitively. I'm sure he probably played with friends and whatever else. Well, there was always the speculation of whether or not Live Golf would try to sway him to come back and play competitively on their tour. The thought process there, of course, was that, well, Live Golf is just handing out money to people. They need to drive eyeballs to their product. Who better than this mystique character of Anthony Kim? Bring him back from the shadows. They can cover that cost of the insurance policy. Why not? Well, it sounds like that's going to happen now. It's no longer just skeptical guessing. It's now, oh yeah, this is going to probably happen as early as next week. Reports are coming out that Greg Norman was personally invested or at least led the uh, the interviews and the, the negotiations with Anthony Kim to bring him back. And so we might see him now. And so, of course, you know, we hear this and I make some comments about it. I go on Twitter or X and I, and I start saying a few things from the Golf Unfiltered account at Golf Unfiltered. People are, uh, people are letting me have it a little bit, which is typically what happens whenever I say anything on a social media platform. But they're like, this is the same thing as a PGA Tour sponsor's exemption. It happens all the time, Adam. How could you be mad at this and not that? I don't think I even have to say it. But this is not the same thing as a PGA Tour sponsor's exemption. People listening to this show know what that is. For the handful who might not know, every so often the PGA Tour for specific events offer a sponsor's exemption. It's something that the sponsor of the event or someone that the sponsor of the event wants to play in the tournament to bring fans to the course and eyeballs to TV screens. Doesn't happen every tournament, but there are some notable ones that have happened over the years. Most recently, Tiger Woods gave himself a sponsor's exemption to the Genesis, a tournament that he is the host of. He would not have been able to play in it due to not being able to qualify, from my understanding, but he gave himself a sponsor's exemption. So that's just an example of that. And there are many, many, many others. Whenever we see like Alexi Thompson or a Michelle Wee years ago, um, or Annika Sorenstam, for example, whenever we see one of the LPGA greats play in a PGA Tour event, that's usually due to a sponsor's exemption. So the argument that I'm hearing, and some are trying to make, is that this Anthony Kim thing is exactly the same. It's not anywhere, anywhere close to being the same thing. A sponsor's exemption on the PGA Tour doesn't guarantee anybody anything. 
there might be some under-the-table dollars that are sent the way of the person or the player, but it's not to the tune of enough to cover a $10 million insurance policy. Let's be, let's be honest here, folks. And I think this really points to where I think a lot of people aren't making the obvious connection for Live Golf and what they're trying to do. If you take the politics aside, you take the moral ethics and all of that, we've talked about that stuff ad nauseum to this point. I have made my bias clear. I am not a fan of Live Golf. But if you take all that stuff away and you look just specifically at what they are trying to do and the model that they are following, Live Golf is purchasing these players. They are giving them contracts that these players now sign. Apparently, they don't read because now they're all upset that they're not getting official world ranking points, things that the PGA Tour told them that they would not get. And not even the PGA Tour, that the OWGR told them they would not get because Live Golf doesn't meet the criteria. But they're signing these contracts for ridiculous amounts of money. And then they are playing. They are expected to deliver on their end of that bargain. Okay, that is how that works. That's not me having an opinion. That is, that is objectively how this works. That is really no different than what players in the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, so on and so on and so on experience when they sign on, uh, you know, they sign a contract to play for a team, Live Golf has teams as well, in a league for a amount of time for a specified amount per year. And then there are things that go along with it. Live Golf for the longest time since its inception has said that they want to get a little bit closer to that model. That is what they are doing. So when we hear something like Anthony Kim, who hasn't played in 12 years, is being brought to a team as a wild card, I guess. I don't even know how they're going to work this out. Do you think he's doing that for free? They're paying him. I'm sure he signed a contract. On what grounds does this guy qualify to play in a professional golf tournament? He hasn't played in over a decade. That is the problem that I have with it. They are so if Live Golf is trying to take this model that the major sports that I named earlier follow all the time, what what is fans, what do we do when we hear of a big signing? Cody Ballinger from uh, the Chicago Cubs, he, j- he was a free agent. He signed again, I guess, as of this morning. I'm recording this on Sunday, February 25th. He got, what, like $80 million? I don't know. I don't have the number in front of me. There's going to be people who have an opinion on that. We can't do the same for these live golf players. That's what they're asking for. It's the same thing. And frankly, because of that fact, I don't think Anthony Kim deserves the money to go and play in a pro golf tour. He hasn't shown anything in over a decade. I don't understand how people don't get this. You can't have it both ways. Fans of Live Golf, I feel, want everything given to them 
And for all of us just to sit there and say, oh yeah, this is fine. They'll go and, and, and complain about how their players don't get into majors and they'll say, oh, well, you know, it's, it's clear that there's a conspiracy or there's a, there's an agenda. Idiots. They knew what they were getting into. They knew what they were getting into when they signed the dotted line. And that's exactly what it is. It's a contract. They are bound by the words of that contract. Frankly, I don't want to be bound by the words on a contract from that particular, you know, group. Heaven forbid what happens if you, you know, don't make good on your end of the bargain. But, you know, whatever. I digress. Mizuno Golf returns as another sponsor for the Golf and Filtered podcast for 2024. We have really enjoyed partnering with Mizuno Golf because, let's face it, nothing feels like a Mizuno, and this holds true for every product in their arsenal, including their woods, irons, wedges, and anything that you put in your bag. Mizuno has long been known for their high quality and high performance, and we want to bring that to our games, and you should too. Go out to MizunoGolf.com right now to learn more about all their new products as well as how they can improve your game today. The Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Sunday Golf. Let's face it, golf bags are a dime a dozen right now, but Sunday Golf offers different models and lightweight bag options for any golfer, no matter the course or number of clubs that you prefer to carry. I personally use the 14 Club Rider 23 bag as my everyday gamer, but I also have a 6 Club Loma bag for my practice sessions and casual weekend rounds. You'll love Sunday Golf's casual take on the game, including their golf bags, apparel, and accessories. Be sure to visit sundaygolf.com to learn more. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. Sharp Focus Nutrition brings everything that you need to keep playing your best from a nutritional standpoint while you're on the course. Let's face it, we probably don't eat and drink the best when we're playing golf, especially on the weekends with our buddies when we're just out there to kill some time. The folks over at Sharp Focus Nutrition have developed a step-by-step nutritional system that you can implement into your game right now to play your best. Go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com to learn a little bit more. The Golf Unfiltered Podcast is supported by our friends at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. Located in Lamont, Illinois, Cog Hill features four challenging courses, including the world-famous Dubs Dread. They also boast one of the best golf academies in the state, featuring top tracer analytics at their driving range, heated bays, two bars, and so much more. Cog Hill has been a longtime sponsor of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, and we are pleased to work with them once again in 2024. Go visit their website at coghillgolf.com right now to book your tee time. And then, you know, because they follow this model, because sports fans being what we are, we become armchair lawyers and contract specialists and whatever else, sports agents. And we think about, all right, what does this all mean? Okay, if you are Live Golf, if you're Greg Norman, if you're the PIF, is this something that you, is this smart money that's being spent? I mean, You can probably guess my opinion. I don't understand how this makes any sense whatsoever other than you're willing to, and we don't know how much Anthony Kim is going to make, okay? That's not been disclosed. And quite frankly, until Anthony Kim actually steps up on the first or seventh or 11th tee box at the shotgun start live event in Jeddah, which is apparently where he's reported to be playing, I don't know if I'm going to believe it entirely until he actually hits a tee shot. But... What is the return on investment here? We hear all this stuff now, and you know I could see 
you know, Golf Digest, Golf Magazine, SI Golf, if they're still around, who, who even knows what's going on over at Sports Illustrated. They're, they're making a valiant effort to actually take Live Golf seriously, at least enough to comment on it. It's not all just, oh, Live versus PGA Tour anymore. It's now, okay, well, here's how they performed, and here's some of the moves that the teams have made, and blah, blah, blah. But if, you, if we're going to do that now, then Live Golf objectively has to be open to this criticism of how do these contracts make sense? What is the return on investment for this? We've seen the videos. We've heard the testimonials from people on site at these, at least in the United States, on these Live Golf tournament locations. These are not huge galleries. There's not a lot of tickets being sold. They are not being sold out. The two events that took place here in the Chicago area, quote-unquote, we've talked about that as well, um, they couldn't give tickets away. That's, that is literally what happened over at Rich Harvest. They couldn't give tickets away. The membership at Rich Harvest, by the way, was not very happy that Live Golf was there. That turned into a big thing. That's another story for another day, but that's why they're no longer at that course. Again, I digress. Slowly, probably not to the pace that Live Golf wants them to, but it's happening. And so that's why I just, I don't... I don't view this Anthony Kim thing, assuming it's true, which I think it is. I don't, it's almost like a desperate, I don't know. I don't know. It feels weird. Okay. I've had friends ask me, you know, is Anthony Kim enough to get you to watch the live golf tour? I it, personally no. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm, I'm probably not going to catch either on social media or, or whatever, because now it's actually more widely available. That's the other thing that's kind of shifting now. TV networks and, and local markets are now covering Live Golf. They're offering it as part of their television packages. I actually am able to watch it now if I wanted to. I'll probably watch Anthony Kim hit a couple tee shots. All right? But I don't know if that this is going to make me be a regular live golf viewer. Anthony Kim? I mean, I I don't know. I'm sure people listening to this, uh, a good portion of you are probably thinking I'm completely nuts. If you haven't already, then, you know, welcome. <laughs> but I just, if this is what live golf wants to be, and if we're as sports fans looking at all these other sports and we, you know, play, like I said earlier, armchair GMs, my buddies and I went to the Chicago golf show over the weekend yesterday. We went, it was fine. Just a quick, you know, another digression here. The Chicago golf show is, it's not as big as it should be. And by big, I mean the brands that go, or the ones that don't show up. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, all Srixon, Mizuno, all of them. Well, Mizuno did have a booth. But 
why they all don't show up to this show. It's in Rosemont. It's near O'Hare. It's like five-minute drive from the airport. The Chicago area is golf insane because we're, we're cooped up in our houses for months over the winter. And then as soon as the temperature cracks 40, every single golf course that's around and doesn't have snow on it, and some that even still do, golfers are just unleashed on the property. Uh, these brands would make a killing. If we're talking about a return on investment, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know how much the Chicago Golf Show is uh, charging for floor space at this trade show. But, my goodness. Anyway, we went, afterwards we went out to lunch. We were talking a little bit about all sorts of different things. We were talking about what the Bears are going to do with Justin Fields. That's a big topic among NFL fans. And we sat there and we talked about the, the the contracts. We talked about, oh, do they trade the first pick? Do they trade, you know, do they trade up? Do they trade down? What teams are interested? If that's what Live Golf wants fans to do, then why are they making moves like this? That's why I think it seems just so desperate. They don't need Anthony Kim right now. I mean, the, things are moving slowly, kind of in their favor. We don't know how this framework agreement's going to play out, if, if even if it's a, still a thing between the PGA Tour and Live Golf. I mean, we're hearing from the PGA Tour and even Tiger Woods that, yeah, there's still room for you know the, some agreement to happen down the road. But with the SSG investing in the PGA Tour, they don't, they don't need the public investment fund's money anymore. They could be self-sustaining. They're going to fall short in terms of dollars compared to Live Golf, but meh. After a certain dollar amount, it all just becomes excessive, doesn't it? I mean, that's what John Rahm said. And then he completely just flip-flopped on his own words, and he still took the money. Anyway, my point being is that if that's what Live Golf is going to continue to do, and they're going to make this thing, I mean, it it still feels like a sideshow to me. It still feels like an you know exhibition matches. The shotgun start format is ridiculous. The team stuff, I don't know. It's not for me, but some people like it. I'm not going to go out and buy Legion 13 hats or sweatshirts, but if they're following that model, then you know what? We're going to have opinions about this, the ridiculous contracts that people are signing. Let me know what you think on that. You can send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. You know that. You can also hit us up, as I've said at the beginning of the show, at golfunfiltered all over social media. All right, well, we've beat that dead horse. <laughs> and look, folks, I know. I know that I'm probably off in my uh, own little world about about live golf, and I know I come across a certain way. It's not going to change for me. I just I can't get into it. I don't know if there's a single player. I mean, it ain't going to be Tiger. Tiger's not going to do it. Let's just stop with that. Rory's not going to do it. I mean... And, and frankly, I don't think there should be a single player that's going to make or break what you find enjoyable about golf. If you like live golf, then fine. It's not for me. If it's for you, great. If you don't like the PGA Tour, cool. There's things I don't love about the PGA Tour. We've talked about this. Nicky, Dan, Trevor, the new guy, we've talked about it. I mean, the Waste Management Phoenix Open a, few, a couple weeks ago that's not what we want on the PGA Tour. 
I mean, it's it's nuts. That's not typical. Obviously, that was kind of like a self, you know, they did that to themselves. Self-fulfilling prophecy is what I was going to say. I don't think that's the uh, the right term there, but uh, they need to wrangle, they need, you know, wrangle that in a little bit. Um, I just hope they get stuff figured out between these men's professional tours. There's just so much. Every week, it seems like something new that it's like, what what is going on? Like, was this what it was like when, like, the AFL and the NFL became a thing? You know, CBA, NBA, those things. I don't know if anyone listening to this is, is old enough to remember that, but is this what it was? Is this like the normal growing pains when we've got competition in the market now and we've got two tours? And frankly, at this point, I don't, I don't think I want a world tour. I know Rory's out there talking about, hey, let's create this world tour. Greg Norman has wanted that forever. If this is a stepping stone to that, I, do we need one tour? I, I don't know. Three years ago, I would have made the argument, yeah. I think that's because that's what we knew. The PGA Tour was it. People don't like change. I'm a person. I don't love change. But... It's inevitable. The only thing that's constant is change. And if this is the way it's going to be, and it's it feels like it is, then fine. Maybe we keep the majors being what they are and open the doors for everybody. They can qualify if they need to. And that's those are the majors. Those, those are the tournaments that we see all the best players play in, the majors. Maybe that boosts the value of the PGA Championship, which, you know, a lot of people like to watch, but it's not the most popular major. And then that's it. Of course, as we've also talked about and people have pointed out to me, what's stopping Live Golf from creating their own majors? I mean, hell, why not? Blink slate right now, right? They can create whatever they want. They don't have the history or the legacy or the past champions, or but everything's got to start somewhere. I don't know. I'm trying to be objective about this, folks. But the more and more that I look at this, it's it's just so different. Live Golf is so far removed from the systems and structures that we have put into place for men's professional golf for decades. It just it's it's too much at one point. And maybe they had to be in order to survive, or at least have an adequate chance of survival. Maybe if Live Golf were just to roll out like another carbon copy of the PGA Tour, it would have never had a chance. I, I don't know. I'm not hearing arguments that the format is what is so better or so much better than the PGA Tour. That's, that's not the argument I'm hearing. I'm hearing, oh, we're getting the best players, quote-unquote. I don't know. It just feels too I made the comparison that I got a lot of heat for. I mean, it feels like Rock and Jock. Remember that from MTV? Obviously, I'm, I'm being extreme with that. But it just it, it doesn't feel serious. Serious money's being spent, but I don't know. I guess I hit the dead horse a little bit more there. <laughs> Let me know what you think, folks. All right, that's all we're going to cover this week. Just a quick one. Um, you know where to find us at Golf Unfiltered, all over social Email me directly, adam at golfandfilter.com. Check out the website. There's some new things out there at golfandfilter.com. 
Um, we've got a few videos that I referenced at the top of the show, as well as a few more articles. Uh, the Sunday Red stuff, you know, we talked a little bit about that um, when the last episode that the full team was together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's just speaking on return on investment. Uh, maybe people are going to eat it up. I think uh, it's about 50-50 right now <laughs> on people who like it or not. But, you know, Tiger withdrawing from the Genesis wasn't the best marketing thing for Sunday Red. But I guess, you know, there was always a risk he could miss the cut as well, which he was probably going to miss the cut. But then he got sick. That was something, right? That was that was quite the spectacle over there in L.A. The paramedics. <laughs> I don't know. Just it, it's a crazy time at men's golf right now, folks. Um, you know, I'm excited to see how this this uh, this year is going to go with the majors, specifically the majors. Um, all this other stuff, I just I don't know. I'm not as interested in it as much as I used to be. Maybe you are. Maybe this is better for you. I don't know. But the but the overarching sentiment from a lot of you is that, wow, this is just madness. And not, everyone's kind of like, I don't know what to like right now. <laughs> anyway, follow us at those places. Hit us up at that email address. Um, play some good golf. It's It's hopefully getting warmer here. I'm looking forward to playing with my new irons. Get out there on the course. Maybe play some good golf this year. You know, maybe not take it so seriously. I'm just going to go out and just have fun. I'm not going to grind away and try to find something that's just not there. I just want to go out and have a good time. I hope you do the same. But if you want to go out there and continue to grind and get better, do it. Go out and do it. Get fit for golf clubs. I've said that a million times. Let us know what you think. Hit us up at those places. We'll talk again soon.